such a beautiful day to record. It is a beautiful day in Zamunda. <laughs> I needed to record because I've been going through it. Recording is like a release. It is. And we always have magic together. We do have we make our little magic, but very magic and shit. All over the place, sprinkling in the air. I'm loving it. So, 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 my dear. What are we talking about today? So, episode two in season two. Ah, we are in season, season two. two. <laughs> ah, hold up, let me get it out. Hold up. They don't love you like I love you. <laughs> it is entitled She Knows Her Friends. Yeah. 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 I think we might we wanted to talk about this in season one, but it wasn't know, time. It didn't make the cut. <clears throat> it wasn't time. So uh, welcome to Become She, uh, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow. And Become She, of course, as you know, in season one, is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. Hmm. So. Hmm. I have a story. I Come love on, when I don't plan story. things and it just happens. Open it up. Eek. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I met this woman in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, we were roommates in college, and I remember she walked in, um, and she had this beautiful baby boy on her hip, and she walked in, like, our dorm room, and she's like, this is my son. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was just, you know, if it's back then, teenage pregnancies is, like, so, like, prevalent, yeah. but, like, to walk in, she's starting college with her son, I kept thinking, like, damn, that's dope, like, you still doing your thing yeah. and she walked in with her mom as well um and we ended up becoming really close because we were roommates and we just we just vibed and um uh years later like i said this was in 2009 we're still cool we don't talk as much but we started talking again recently and mm-hmm. she sent me a picture um yesterday or the day before yesterday and she's engaged Come on. And it, 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 I won't tell all her tea and all her story, but, like, she's she's been through it with yeah. the father of her child. Well, she has two children with him now, the father of her children. And this new wonderful man that's in her life is so open and is so accepting of her and her children as his own. And it's just dope. That's amazing. And I sent her this, like, long text of how much I was so proud of her and I'm happy for her and I'm amazed for her. And she started crying. So naturally, I started crying. And then she said to me, my so-called best friend didn't text me back. And when she texted me back, it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yikes. Yeah. And so I said to her, I was like, those three you... ellipsis marks just like dot that continues. <laughs> right. Dot, 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 I was dot, like, dot, you dot. may need to reevaluate your friendship circle, homie. Like, I mean, yeah, she mentioned the word jealousy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm. if you know it and you sense it, it's probably there. And I'm like, that's that's not a that's not a friend. Your friends your friend should be more happy. Like. Equally or more happy for you. To know where yeah. you come from, to see such a progression and, and happiness and this overall good bubble that you're in and to just be like, I like what? like it's mediocre. Oh, I would have cut that off real quick. That would have been a block. That's interesting uh, you open up with that story because Yeah, I didn't even you, sometimes it just, it just, it just triggers <laughs> something. Yeah. Because yeah. we've never opened up with a story before. No, um, we haven't, but it it just happened so it's fresh and since we're talking about friends and what friendship means and friendship 
friends are not jealous or bitter towards you or treat you i don't know treat you like extraordinary events as ordinary like i kind of sell at h&m okay cool no, you should be excited. Versus a, but I'm saying that's the type of reaction you would see. A, some people would write, would be, bitch, what? What can I go get my coupon? You got an extra 20%. You ain't pick me up one so I can return it, so I can give exactly. you the money back, quick pay you. My friends do that to me all the time. So oh, you get a you buy me nothing? <laughs> Matt, nope. you knew it was two for one. You, right. didn't, you, didn't you know there was the last one. one left. You know they didn't have two smalls. So. But to get that mediocre response, <laughs> I can't with you. Um, to get that mediocre response, from a life, you know, altering kind of, mm-hmm. you know, transition mm-hmm. is telling. So, since you opened up with the story, I am going to share what I actually did. I did some become she homework. Oh. Since you're always the one doing homework. Oh. So, first of all, um, let me see. I'm going to start off with an article from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> okay. I know it's kind of weird, right? This is um, a twist. It is very twisting um and the name of this title of the article is what is a friend i'm not gonna read the entire thing because it kind of goes off into like religious church rhetoric from jesus christ the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and i'm not really interested in that aspect more so (laughs) what is a friend the message exactly so this is by marvin j ashton and i maybe he's a general in in the church of jesus christ of latter i don't know who he is, but we are going to credit Marvin J. Ashton for his words. And okay, okay, okay. He look real serious. He Y'all does. Right now. He, looks he like, does with these glasses. He look like the type of father that don't play no games. Like, you you didn't take your Father's shoes no, off. Father knows best. <laughs> um. So, it's called, What is a Friend? And we're going to start. This day, I greet you wherever you are as friends. Someone has said, a friend is a person who is willing to take me the way I am. Accepting this as one definition of the word, may I quickly suggest that we are something less than a real friend if we leave a person the same way we find them. There seems to be a misunderstanding on the part of some men today, or women, as to what it means to be a friend. Acts of a friend should result in self-improvement, better attitudes, Mm -hmm. self-reliance, comfort, Mm. consolation, Mm. self-respect, and Mm. better welfare. Mm. Certainly the word friend is misused if it is identified with a person who contributes to our delinquency, misery, and heartaches. When we make a man or woman feel he is wanted, his or her whole attitude changes. Our friendship will be recognizable if our actions and attitudes result in improvement and independence. It takes courage to be a real friend. Some of us endangered the valued classification of friend because of our unwillingness to be one under all circumstances. Fear can deprive us of friendship. Some of us identify our closest friends as those with the courage to remain and share themselves with us under all circumstances. A friend is a person who will suggest and render the best for us, regardless of the immediate consequences. Sir Winston Churchill became Great Britain's greatest friend in his country's darkest hour because he was courageous enough to call Mm. for blood, toil, tears, and sweat when some would have accepted him more readily as a friend had he advocated peaceful surrender. And that's where I stopped because he's going more into a political kind of slant on what friendship is. 
But that's an interesting. <laughs> that was in and of itself. That was like a really good kind of those first four paragraphs. Yeah. Especially the part about it takes courage to be a real friend. Um. <sighs> Because when you, it does. When you read that, and I'm not gonna go off the cuffs, cusp and off the script. Well, if the spirit friends. leads you off the cuff, no. But when you read that, that made me think of relationships, like romantic relationships. Yeah. Because who you're in a relationship with, I think ultimately you you should be friends. Mm-hmm. Of course. Best friends. Yeah, it's like, true. That should be your your homie, your motherfucking bestie. They <laughs> <laughs> so. go Brooklyn coming out. Sorry. <laughs> Hand clap. No, but I. I don't know, like courage. I've never, I've never heard friendship used in that context. I need courage to be your friend. Uh, I, I've heard openness. I've heard mm. honesty. I've heard communication. We don't not hear courage. courage. Yeah, courageous friend. Because he went on to say that it takes courage to be a friend under all circumstances, and I know. Yeah. Um, to me, I just personally believe that anyone, you can throw around titles, right? You can throw around the title of Mrs. or whatever. You can, people have self-ascribed titles to themselves mm-hmm. without ever having to prove or go through any type of process to, you know, prove whatever they're claiming to be. But for me, I feel like friendship is proven when shit has fallen apart, like in adversity. Like, let oh. some shit happen to you, like some real life shit happen to you. Yep. That's when you find out who your friends are. Not when you have Ooh, all this glory all. and yep. you have all this yep. clout. And that's easy. Everyone wants access when you are, you know, elevated and, that's you know. That's relationships, period. Yeah. When shit goes away, you see yeah. who's still there with you in the midst of it yeah. all. Yeah, when that smoke clears. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that includes friends. That includes family too, honey. It's yeah. I I I'm brought to mind about when you were talking about how your mom was getting Ooh. you know sick and how you cut. Yep. You was like I cut six motherfucking <laughs> okay. feet deep. That's how low that because went. Okay. Adversity gives you yeah. a, a very unique perspective. It gives you clarity. If yeah. you it does. if you are able to not victimize yourself in adversity, which sometimes we do. People show their ass. When shit's really going yeah. on, people really, yeah. really show you. They do. When and when people show they you show who you they what's are. been there, and you just and when people show you who yeah. they are, you have to believe them. You have, you have to, to make a choice. You, you have choices. Have to believe them. In some don't cases. guess. Oh, are they showing me this today? But they don't really mean it. No, 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 no. Don't give people multiple opportunities to show you who they are. Take it the first time and run with that, because it's going to be the same the next time. And girl. And I think just, just <laughs> for me, like going through my own bits of adversity and just life happening, like it's easy for people to elevate you in ways you didn't even think you were elevated because, you know, when God blesses you with gifts or talents, you know what I mean? You're just out here. You think, you know, you sometimes take yourself for granted because you are with yourself. You know what I mean? But other people are looking at you and ascribing value to you and elevating you and putting you on pedestals sometimes that you don't even know. And so then when adversity comes, it's interesting to see how people can then in their own disappointment because they've put you on pedestals or because they've looked at you in a certain way, in a certain light, they begin to take chips or they chip away at the fact that at the end of the day, I'm still human. I'm talented. I'm gifted. I'm called. I'm light. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever God has called me to be, but I'm not exempt from humanity. I'm not exempt from adversity. I'm not exempt from making mistakes, but you get to see how people kind of 
shapeshift yeah. and how people take jabs or make side comments or that ain't friends or man. or don't even like text like hey girl what's up like That's you know we heard we heard we heard we know is it okay are you, you want to come out and get coffee like you just kind of see how that changes in adversity adversity is that catalyst for clarity and mm-hmm. I don't, and I think if you can find a way to not victimize yourself, like poor me, poor me, you can really begin to up that third eye. Like you get to really magnify that third eye in adversity because you see what is real and what has been fluff. And a lot of times people, you know, flattery is not friendship to me. I'm not impressed with flattery. I'm not impressed with you telling me, you know, how proud you are of me, even though I, I accept that. Like, I'm waiting. Is it bad that I say I'm waiting for shit to fall apart because I need to see you? Like, I need to see the real you. But a part of me is, is like, that's, that's bring, a very bring the storm. To have. Like, like, bring the waiting. storm so I can see, you know. I don't think that's a good mindset. The crux. Because then you're of, always going to be waiting for shit to fall apart. And if shit never falls apart, you're still going to be waiting for shit to fall apart. Um, so, I, I don't know if that's a really healthy way yeah. of, of thinking about friendships, period. Or relationships to in really general. know at the core, like, is this person here just for but the some, clout? Sometimes is this person here for relationships can be so pure that you don't have to, to question. Yeah, that's true. Everything just that's happens very and true. flows how it needs to. That's a good point. Yeah, it is. Kind of like us, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you came in with some of the smoke was like thick. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Can't see in this bitch. Eyes locked. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Can't so, breathe. What else? You can breathe. Stop. So what Marvin also said, like in the first paragraph, is about a friend is a person. Like so often we say a friend, take me as I am. <laughs> that's not like church. Come as you are. True. But yeah. God is not going to leave you the way you are. And that's what a good friend, a good friend yeah. is not going to leave you the way you are. You out here being messy. You being tacky. You got a booger in your nose. <laughs> you being obnoxious. <laughs> For real. You know what? Like, really? You want, you gonna the, leave me how I am? The old saying goes true. You are your friends that you keep. Ooh. It's so true. I mean, <laughs> you felt that one, Nicole? <laughs> I mean, when I, when I assess my circles of true, true, true friends, we don't necessarily do the same things. Yeah. Um, we don't necessarily all have the same beliefs, but we have a, a general energy that's connected to the point where I can invite friends from New York, friends from high school, friends from Florida, friends from law school, friends from here, friends from work, and we will all still mesh. That says something about the type of people I keep around me in general. That my energy is pure when it comes to my friends to where like I don't have to worry about, oh, I can't bring this group with this group. I can't have this group clash because that means that I have a different kind of relationship and energy with a certain group than I would with this. And that ain't real to me because I should be Jessica. Thread. Yes, I yeah. should be Jessica. How I am with you, how I am with everybody, and yeah. if I can't mix and match, that says something to me too. Hmm. Well, I mean, do you expect all your friends to get along, no. or are you just talking about the general undercurrent of energy that's consistent? Yes. It's not about getting along. Yeah. It's about knowing who I am as a person and shit the that foundation. I will tolerate and shit that I won't. And in general. Um, the conversations that I could have with one friend in general are mm-hmm. conversations that I could have with another. I don't, I don't have. You're not friends. compartmentalizing yeah, your yeah. energy. In general, my gotcha. friends are my friends gotcha. and are my people and are my foundation and gotcha. are my safety. So, 
Yeah, and I I take my my friendships very seriously. I don't I don't use the word friend lightly yeah. at all. Not everybody I am friends with, and people who I've said that to know that too. Yeah. They don't like that shit, but I don't give no fucks. Uh, I I think <laughs> <laughs> when I think about my true friends, my core, I think friendship to me is comfort and home and safety. Um, and if I don't feel safe with you, then we're not friends. If I can't trust you. If if I don't respect you, if I can't honor you, we're not friends. <laughs> Marvin <laughs> Marvin Ashton said, "May I quickly suggest that we are something less than a real friend if we leave a person the same way we find him yeah. or her." I'm gonna say her because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't force and impose your standards. You won't have to. When it's a true friendship, it yeah. won't feel forced. It will just happen the way it's supposed to. I think they will. I think they will see and trust your intentions for them, yeah. and it won't feel like an imposition. And that leads me into my second set of oh, homework. Oh, she came ready with her homework. Come on, segue. Mar- thanks to Marvin Ashen <laughs> from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. <laughs> I think that's how they say it on the commercial. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> From I don't the Church of do. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that leads me to some prompts I did. Um, just thinking this morning, I jotted down some stuff. Okay. And that's in true Iyana, yeah, in true Iyana Van Zandt kind yeah. of style, <laughs> finish this sentence. I, I just want to meet Iyana. <laughs> we may at the SSFS. Anyway. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so a friend, I have two uh, sets of writing prompts. A friend is, a friend is not. Okay. So I have three of each, and I'm going to intermittently go between a friend is and a friend is not. Okay. So go. I put a friend is one who trusts your intentions toward them, believes the best about you, and dismantles their own defenses because of this. How do you feel about that? Because that's how you talk. How do you feel about that? <laughs> That's how I talk. I'll be whispering. Um, <laughs> let me read that again. A friend is one who trusts your intentions towards them, believes the best about you, and dismantles their own. <sighs> I. That goes back to the word safety for me. Yeah. Um, dismantles their own to me means putting you before them when necessary. And a friendship should not be selfish you should know okay right now it's not about me right now it's about my friend and right now supporting my friend and and being there for my friend even if that means not discussing that sale at h&m that i got today because you need me (laughs) it's about yeah it's about being aware it's a it's about it's about connecting with people and having a true bond with someone yeah that's what i feel about that and and then trusting is hard trusting is hard but that I shouldn't even say that takes time because I have people in my life that I've been friends with for years and people that I've met fairly recently, yeah. you and I, and our trust is right where it's supposed to be. So I think it shouldn't be forced either. I think it just happens how it's supposed to happen. The end. I think for me, um, and I'm going to get a little personal here, um, because... Everything you is, always get a little personal here. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> That's the whole point of Become She. Like, I have to kind of dismantle myself. Yeah. Because I'm trying to let other women know, like, you're not alone in your right. thoughts, feelings, opinions. So, the the surrounding friends I have now are totally new for me. Um, I had, 
I just come out of like a 14 year friendship with I someone. love how you said that. You made it sound like you like you almost went through a divorce. I just ended a 14 year. Well, I've come out of um, a 14 year friendship. And a lot of the times when you are so closely associated with a person, so enmeshed mm. um, with that person and people associate you with that person. Yeah. It kind of blinds people to your own individuality, your own aspects that are unique mm. to you. And that was the nature of this past friendship that I um, came out of. And um, unfortunately, I found out and realized that this person didn't trust my intentions toward them after 14 years. And wow. it took adversity to bring that to the surface. Um, a lot of the times when you're in a, a relationship or friendship and it goes back to energy contracts. The reason why this person was summoned to begin with uh -huh. was because during my college years, I told you about my mom leaving for rehab. Mm -hmm. I felt emotionally orphaned. I like, I, I'm like, I am a motherless child because I didn't have a two parent household and she was my all. She was my everything. Mm -hmm. And so in a lot of ways, I felt like my energy emitted this like emotional like emo emotional helplessness like yeah. i had no one dependency you depended oh on yes i was definitely dependent which um, is not necessarily a great thing. it's not a healthy thing um but um at that time we were friends but i feel like our friendship cemented heavily like that bonding process like sealed during that period, I mean, she helped me so much. I mean, I'm not, to to say that this person was a bad person would be a lie because I attracted and I and I'm gonna say this as a disclaimer. Anytime you feel the need to shit on someone that you were so closely associated with, be it an ex wife, ex husband, ex girlfriend, yeah. that says something of you too. Because at some point, mm. you were in the thick. Y'all were thick as thieves. How many nights did you go to sleep? not wishing the best for that person that what's if i if when you say you were friends with someone for 14 years and then you find out at the end of this long journey that you weren't trusted how yeah. many nights did you not trust me how many nights did you not did you question my intentions how many lunch dates did, did we have that was fake and not pure how many meetups did we have yeah. where you had your other thoughts about me that you didn't share with me and maybe other people knew and i didn't and see, that's the thing because, and that goes back to me explaining how our, how I summoned this relationship and how our relationship was cemented because I felt so much of my existence and identity was tied in proving like that was the norm for me. Even going back to like the daddyless daughters proving mm. so you don't want to have anything to do with me. I'm going to mm. prove I became an overachiever. So mm. it was so engrafted in my DNA to prove, to prove, to prove to where yeah. I didn't see how this was unhealthy in doing so. So when and a she real didn't trust, not to have let you do that. Anyway. But, but when you, when you have a certain energy contract with yourself and that's why energy contracts are so important and it permeates every relationship in your life. When this is the energy contract I have with myself, I can't shit on her or be mad at her for mm -hmm. the way she interacted with me because that yeah. was the way I interacted with me. If I felt I needed to prove loyalty, if I felt I needed to prove friendship, if I needed to prove why I was trustworthy, mm -hmm. guess what? It fed into that dependent, yeah. I don't trust your intentions. Well, now I can prove myself. People treat I can you prove, based on how exactly. you give yourself out to So the I would world. never, ever shit on any any of the, the memories we shared or the friendship that we shared because our friendship was real. And it was... 
helpful. It was needed. It evolved me to this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can honestly say that it was because of the energy contracts that I set up with myself as to the reason why after 14 years, Hmm. none of like my intentions were not trusted. This brings me back to seasons. Seasons, yeah. People coming in and out of your life for seasons when they're supposed to be there and when they're supposed to end. So that 14 year was a season and propelled you to where you needed to be. For sure. Definitely. And I can even recall that like even during the course of the relationship and it's going to feed into like my other prompts that I have here about what a friend is and friend is not during the course of our relationship, even starting in college, she would say how people would come up to her and say, this person feels like I shouldn't be your friend. And it was always kind of like this, leverage right like my friendship is leverage for your worthiness kind of thing it was like this this kind of unspoken energy and I'm like well no one comes to me about you and so that was like a recurring theme even as we grew up and got out of the college bubble you know Mm -hmm. you know whatever like people would always go to her about me and I'm like why like in the back of my mind I'm like why do people feel comfortable like as if I'm not an adult, like you're my mom, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of connect. And then I began to connect the dots. Like this is set up this, like after the smoke clear after 14 years, it all made sense. This is why people would always come to her about me or with issues about me versus coming to me to get clarity and understanding because that whole mother daughter kind of energy that I summoned her, Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I summoned her with or summoned this relationship with mm-hmm. was very real. And even though it was never explicitly stated, people were following suit. People yeah. were following the template. Um, and it was just crazy. I'm like, no one comes to me about you, though. Like, no one has anything to say about you to me, you know. But everyone has all this stuff to say to you about who I am and you're using it as leverage in wow. arguments or whatever. So that brings me to my next point. Um, yeah, my next point is a friend is not. So a friend is not one who uses the friendship as leverage, taking away friendship like a piece of candy when you do something to upset them or they are uncomfortable about something done. Let me tell you something. Years, years ago, one of my, one of my best friends ever, um, we've been friends since, I don't even know how long we've been friends at this point, but I remember when we were in high school, I had Mm -hmm. an ex that just, it was a very dysfunctional and unhealthy relationship and I was too young for the things that I was dealing with at the time, but he said something to me, my friend, um, and I actually stopped talking to him for a very long time because of it. We're cool now. But he had said, he took a jab at it. He took oh, something that was emotional yeah. and sensitive and raw. And, and like it. threw it in my face. Yep. That's why you da-da-da-da-da. That's mm-hmm. why this and that. And I think that's that's exactly what I thought of when you said something like that. Taking things that you know to be so raw and using it because you have access me. to that information but if i gave friend, you access it's because i trusted you yeah. and for you to abuse that trust means that you don't we ain't, we ain't cool homie like, well and, and it makes and it makes me realize that you don't trust this relationship if you feel the need to weaponize the truth and the access you've been given 
to then use it in my face. And that's something I can say that happened in this this relationship that I came out of too because we were so close and so, you know, and because I'm such a transparent friend, you have the lay of the land. That's sick. Honey. And so that when that when a statement was made about he lied to you for years Girl. about some shit that you knew. But at the same token, the street goes two ways because I know lots about you, but we're not going to do that. I don't have, like, there's never been anything inside of me that needed to go that low because it yeah. it just never, I don't need to use, like, it wasn't a need for me to level the playing field, yeah. if that makes sense, yeah. that way. So, yeah, that's not a good feeling, but we're going to move past that. And we're going to go back to another a friend is. I think I already covered that. A, provi- uh, a friend is proven through adversity. I think mm-hmm. we said that already. Yeah. So I'm going to go to. Did you want to have anything to say about that? No. <laughs> so we're going to go to another friend is not. A friend is not loyal to your dysfunction. <laughs> I think he ta- I think I think Ashton talked about that in the. You know what I think about when article. you say that? Flowetry. And this is super random. Ooh, tell them about the story. Yeah, I think about Floetry. Remember when they broke up and everybody I was, was sad. like, "What, honey, oh, honey?" Quick story, you. quick story. So they were supposed <laughs> to be performing at the House of Blues. I thought I was gonna see Natalie and Marsha. Hello. How about somebody else came out in Natalie's place? I was pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like happened. almost to tears. Of course. Go ahead. Crush. Sorry. So. I I would I hope you all know what what Floetry is. It's a beautiful, beautiful musical group. Listen to their music if you have not. Um, but they were they're a group. Remember they're from London, I think. Yes, honey. Um, group for years, and then like all of a sudden they broke up, and there was no Random. explanation. Oh my god, they're just done. And the world was over. It was over. <laughs> Dark clouds and dust, and it came out years later why they broke up, and it was because. Marsh, Natalie, um, she was being abused, I think, by her significant other. I'm not sure if it was a husband, boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm not sure. But being physically abused. And Marsha was like, I'm not taking part of this anymore. I'm done. Being complicit, I can't go on shows you. with you anymore and me covering black eyes. I can't. Wow. I can't keep playing this cover-up game with you. And that's what I think of. I'm not going wow. to be loyal to your dysfunction. And I think that mm. says a lot about... I guess some people could say, oh, she left her. I don't think, we don't know the behind the scenes stories. Yeah. That they, I'm pretty sure they still kept in touch, like mm-hmm. beyond that, but I'm just they not They were going... childhood friends. Yeah, girl. Back in, in London. And I respect that. I will cut all this shit off. All the money, all the fame, all the shows, that because I love big, you that much. That was a big step for her, because yeah. they were making tons of money going on tours yeah. together. They were. This was business, too. Mm-hmm. She had to reroute her personal business career but because of a personal that. sense. That shows you what type of integrity as a friend she yeah. had. Because yep. some friends would have been like, girl, let me get this Costello. We about to go on stage. Right? <laughs> you have to come on, beat this face. Hell no. <laughs> we going to hire the best. But how many times, though... Have we been afraid? It might not be that serious because you you recalled a pretty serious instance. But how many times have we seen some some shit, but we're too afraid to say something for fear of not me. I don't have that. But problem. I'm saying I I have had that problem. I think that goes back to my 14 year friendship that mm-hmm. was recently um, dead. It ended. Um, I'm almost too vocal with my friends. I've actually been told that I'm insensitive. Because I I've been told that too. And I've been told that I was judgmental and yep, critical. I've been told that too. 
Hmm. So be so, it. So I will say it like how it I was feel the it. F- <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh. Why are you blinking it? Y'all not seeing how she giving me this dead ass <laughs> stare. Anyway, so there was a come to Jesus like real keep it real moment that I had, and I think it was like the first keep it real come to Jesus moment that I had had um, in our fourteen year friendship because a part of me kind of knew that because of the way the energy contracts was set up and you're like this mother figure and like I was this kind of daughter figure, you can't say shit to mama. It goes back to mother wounds. Mm. You better not say shit to me. Damn. That's, it was an unspoken energy. It was an unspoken energy, but it, so I had a real keep it real moment and I wrote this extensive letter about integrity and what it means to have integrity. It, It doesn't mean doing something wrong. It means, being your most authentic, putting your cards on the table, pretty much. It doesn't mean I keep, I'm perfect. Or I keep, I, you know, everything is pristine. It means, okay, I fucked up, but these are my cards, and this mm. is what it is. Honey, you know I was accused of being judgmental, critical, all this, and that was the break. That was kind of like the crack in the foundation because I had the audacity, the audacity to speak my view and speak my perspective, mm. but my intention wasn't trusted. That all kind of came out, but that was like the crack to the foundation when when I had this whole, you know, let me tell her how I feel. And Friendship it didn't survive. <laughs> it didn't survive. <laughs> and that's how it was supposed to happen. I think so. It wasn't so. supposed to survive. I think so. Friendship was. was supposed to be a very safe because space. Because of the women that I have now, I feel like I can speak my mind without feeling like I'm thought to be critical or judgmental. Mm-hmm. Like they value my opinions, right? They mm-hmm. trust my intentions, first of all, to even hear me, mm-hmm. to even hear me out. So um, let me go to the next one. Mm-mm-mm. A friend is one who encourages your evolution. Yes. I just have to do a head clap for that. Friends uplift you. Friends, well, they should. Yeah. Uplift you. Um, My friends do shit. And if you don't, then I don't want you around me. Yeah. Um, And relationships should uplift you. I should never end a call or end a lunch date or and I, I feel negative or I feel I feel a cloud. Um have you ever have you ever have you ever had a friend and I'm doing the friend like the quotation yeah with finger the two fingers. fingers. Yeah. Have you ever had a friend and something tells you that you're not friends or it's not real but you stay? Yeah, kind of like a like you're clinging, like you know, you're clinging this onto something. Too right, but I'm I'm gonna stay for yeah. whatever reason. I don't know why I thought about that. But I did. <laughs> there, there was no point. It was just a thought that popped up. I, I no, because I think I have one of those relationships, which is very strange for Jessica, because I usually don't tolerate bullshit. But I think I have someone in my life like that, and I've been trying to figure out whether or not they should stay. You won't have to, because your life trajectory. See the way this trajectory is moving. The dust is going to clear it off. So I wouldn't. Yeah. So that brings me to the next point. A friend is not one who protects the emotional deficits, keeping you small. Wow. And uh, quickly, because I know we got to get time for come. She let her today. But (laughs) when you realize that. hmm, When you realize that you attract what you are. And that compatibility not only means compatibility with the good things. 
Hmm. It means compatibility with the emotional deficits as well. So your demons play well with someone else's deficits and until you are ready to confront your demons and if that other person is not ready to confront their deficits, that could very well be the end of that relationship. Misery loves... And until Nicolia was ready to stop fucking shrinking and muting and walking small instead of walking hard, that's why a lot of her relationships were able to last as long as Nicolia kept herself small. So yeah. it is always about the energy contracts. This It's always it's, about you. It, it is. It always goes it's back never, to you. It's never about shitting on nobody else. There yeah. should never be a reason where you feel like, right. well, you know, new season, new me. Boop. No, don't do that. Because these women, these friends around you help to evolve you in some way. Right. So in some way, you should send them love and light and hope the best and hope that, mm-hmm. you know, that God blesses them abundantly because they got you to the level that you are at. But until you are ready yeah. to stop playing small and stop, you know, minimizing, you know, yourself and start confronting your deficits, mm-hmm. that's when you will meet other women or Squad other goals. friends. Squad goals. They, you see what I'm saying? Mm. I love my squad. Wolfpack. Not yeah. to say that you're perfect, not to say that the deficits end, but you are surrounded by women who are transparently addressing, transparently confronting, not Patting your deficits, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. No, that's yeah. not what friendship is. So, that is my three. A friend is, you, and a friend is not. You did, you did your homework, honey. I did a lot of homework. And, I love it. And shout out to um, Marvin Ashton. What is a friend? From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, <laughs> so, did you want to... Um, are we going to do our dear sheets? Do we have time? How much time we got left? The silent member. Let's <laughs> let's let's do our dear she. I don't want to rush our dear she's though. We did that once and I didn't like that feeling. Like she. Hold on. We screenshotted it. Yes, we did. So here we go. Now. I shall read the dear she. The subject is uh, how can I master the skill in being unbothered? Message. How do I free myself? from the annoyance of people's unwanted opinions, negative energy, gossip, and just anything that can easily annoy me. What steps can I take to step out from being an easily annoyed person (laughs) to stepping into being an unbothered person? Come on. Thank you in advance. Peace and blessings. Well, if this dear she don't come right on time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Anonymous. Become sheer. (laughs) How can... You are bothered by what you allow yourself to be bothered by. So if you say today, self, I'm not going to take anyone's shit, you won't. Whether that means a blocked call, a blocked number, a blocked off space, unfollowing, a rolled eye so they know that you ain't with it. You got to let these people know. I think that you ain't with it. Like I don't, and I guess it depends on how bold of a person you are. Right. Not everybody's that. All right. Fuck you. I'm out. And I guess it depends on too. Like I, if you have a good relationship with your mama, you may not want to do that, but I still think you should set up how you want to be respected and your boundaries with mm-hmm. yourself and people around you. So if you don't want to be bothered, you don't have to. You're bothered because you make yourself bothered. You're allowing yourself to be bothered. Figure out why. Figure out why you need to cling on to being bothered. It might 
it might be a worthiness issue there. Mm. Like you, you're clinging. Like, why do you need to be bothered? Yeah. Because I was listening to this NPR podcast about thoughts and how some people are actually harassed and bullied by their thoughts. And mm. so there was a therapist that introduced this kind of, well, not new way of thinking about thoughts because Buddhists, um, there's a school of Buddhist meditation that believes that some thoughts are not a part of you. They're just like idle chatter mm-hmm. and you just let them go by. Like you observe them. You don't react, you don't interact with them, and you just, they're unwanted visitors. So your attention is going to grow where it's given. Yes. Don't give it attention. Yeah. That's That's not, this, this. It's a choice. Yeah, it definitely is a choice. And I I, I get that some things are out of our control, and I guess it depends on what we're speaking about. Choose happiness. Yeah. Fight for it. I I honestly think, um, and in my in my apartment, I have little sayings all over the place. In my my mugs that I drink my tea out of, mm-hmm. I I chose them very specifically. Be happy today. So you're Choose programming happy. your environment. I have this pillow in my living room that says yeah. "blessed." I I put little yeah. little reminders to myself that today ain't the day. Devil ain't <laughs> going with <laughs> or any day. Program. Yeah. Program your environment. That's a good point. And that's all um, affirmations are. That's what meditation is. Everything in this world, that the world we live in is programmed. So start programming your environment. Yes. Start programming your thoughts. And yes. the thoughts that come to intrude and kill, steal, you know. And if you are able your to joy, cut certain people off. Do it. Cut ASAP. them off. Figure ASAP. it out. Like, they cannot follow you. They can't. You cannot pass. Like, or you're the forever Lord of the Rings, going to be annoyed. You cannot pass. <laughs> Gandalf said, you cannot pass, bitch. You cannot pass. And on that note. <laughs> so just choose to be happy. Choose it. I wish I could send Program you- happiness. Uh, Inject it into your veins. We got to get some dear she mugs to just send. To yes, remind yourself to, to become she. And becoming she includes releasing yourself from all that needs to be the released. The pain. The suffering. Yep. Yep. I hope that helps. Anonymous becomes here. So I think that wraps up uh, today's episode, darling. It does. She knows her friends. Yep. You're my friend, honey bunny. You are. Love you. We are friends. (laughs) (laughs) So this is uh, Nicolia and Jess signing out. Become Become she, become become free. free.